Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 38 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I am one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How are you boys doing today? Awesome. Well, that's right. Super good. <laughs> super good? Super good. Not like Let's super go. bad, but like super good. Super good. Super good. But super bad is super good. You ever think about that? Yeah. Super badass. That's how I'm doing. Right. Right. <laughs> <sighs> cool. Cool. Well, we're, we're keeping it interesting, boys. You know, last time we recorded, it was an early morning recording session. Now we're doing a, a later in the evening recording session. So we're just keeping ourselves on our toes. I think we're, we're agile and nimble. Yeah, agile. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so things are good. Have you have you know how's life? Updates. It's been a Life's few good. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone stole my job, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So I had to get a new one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> tell yeah. uh, tell us about your new uh, your new role, your new job. Yeah. Uh, I also got tired of my boss, so I went to. Uh, yeah, guy's a tool. <laughs> Guy's such a loser, dude. What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, Colin was my uh, supervisor, direct. Yeah, were, supervisor. I'm your direct report. Yeah. Yep. So I've now moved to the maintenance department. Yep. And uh, so now all, the only times I talk to him is every two weeks. That's it. That's it. No this more. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, cool. So. Big change, dude. It's so, yeah, you've been pretty excited about it, so that's uh, yeah. that's very cool. Pretty hyped. Yeah, taking up a lot of time. Uh, I'm enjoying it, and uh, yeah, we had a uh, my son. I'm getting to uh, take him to school. He's starting kindergarten soon, which is pretty exciting. I think I'm more nervous than him. <laughs> He's uh, probably hyped. <laughs> he can't wait. Yeah, uh, he doesn't want to go to school every day. He'd rather stay home and play games all day. Which, well, duh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, today I it was the first time I got to work with my new schedule and uh, wake up and take him to work and I put an alarm clock in his room and set it to six and uh, had mine on and he, he sometimes he decides to come over in the middle of the night and and lay in my bed and mm-hmm. he ended up doing that last night I was like all right I'll let my alarm go off and dude just snoozed right through it <laughs> and I like I like I shook him awake and he like opened his eyes a little bit and the alarm was still going off. And he just poop right back to sleep, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is gonna be great." So I did. I took my shower, and then I came back in, and uh, I guess probably probably get this guy up, and I had to like, I had to shake him awake, like, and keep it going, or he was about to fall back asleep. He's pulling the covers up. That was it. Was pretty. I was not expecting him to be such a deep sleeper like that. He's not an alarm guy. Dude, so, just wait till you get him into high school, bro. That kid's never getting yeah, up. <laughs> I know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But yeah. uh, he got to he got ready for school on time. He even got a game, one game of Rocket League in, and uh, we were off. We made it on time. It was great. That's very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's good change to the schedule that you're able to do that now, right? Starting yeah, I'm on that eight to four thirty. We were talking about before. You're on that, and, you know, a normal working hours. Yeah, for it's... for most people. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's like no traffic at that time. I'm actually shocked. There's I been I've yeah. no trouble. I think because of this area and the type of work that goes on in this area, yeah, uh, a lot of people are at work at that time, and the people that aren't are kind of going in a different direction than I am. Yeah, I found that to be true actually as well. If I leave our work at like four or four thirty, it's quicker for me to get home than if I try to leave at like three thirty or three. Mm. I was talking about going in. Oh yeah, but, 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. Congratulations on the new role. Yeah, thank you. Daryl, what about you, man? How are things? What's been going uh, on? Things are pretty good, man. I actually had the day off from work today, so I was able to kind of chill at home, uh, prepare for the episode, and play some games. That's what you love to hear. Yeah, dude. I For me, uh, I'm not a big fan of taking days off in the middle of the week, so I was really happy when I was given the option to like pick a day during the week to take offs, and it was like between Monday or Friday, and I was like, you know what? Let's do Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pick a day. What is this? Well, because you have like to go a, in like tomorrow, hat? right? Daryl, so you yes, have to go in on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're doing Saturdays now? I think uh, it's just, just a one-day thing. Yeah, just a one-day. But for, uh, for your regular job, or for your for your bat? Nah, it's it's just for my regular job. Mm. Yeah, the boss man was like, "Hey, you know, want to get you in there, get some more training." Uh, so we're gonna have you come in on one Saturday for this month. So oh, that stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stealing the job, uh Eli was referring to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. I, <laughs> I stole Eli's job. I was looking for that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you motherfuckers right. stole my cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> Behold, it was me. Yeah. It was kind of I mean, it's been pretty wild, man, this whole week. I got some big boots to fill. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, right. Um, yeah, it was pretty Discord. sad. You'd know. <laughs> yeah, you got to start sending boot pictures, Daryl, in yeah. the Discord now. That's your, your new role. That's right. <laughs> now people are going to be wondering, hey, what are you doing, man? I'm sending boots, man. I'm sending boot okay. pics. Yeah, get away I'll from send you. Me. I'll send you the password to the OnlyFans. Right. <laughs> 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 Hey, these boots are a little bigger. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a promotion, technically speaking, for you, which is dope. Yeah, I was pretty happy. Um, yeah, you know, it was a promotion. And Monday, you know, I, I came in to sit at my new desk, and Eli came in to kind of, like, clean up his his area and <laughs> take all his stuff away. So it was, it was cool to see him for one more time. And, you know, kind of talk about, you know, our life choices and the past we're now going down. So it was cool, man. It was kind of mm-hmm. sad. Hey, man, you, you left your mouse, your mouse pad at, on the desk, dude. Yeah, it's called advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Uh, check out YouTube. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I was like thinking of calling you on the radio. I was like, Eli, you left your mouse pad here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need maintenance. Uh, there's a mouse pad here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, big, big moves for both you guys. Very big proud of moves. you. Very proud for of you both. Sure. Very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming up on the very busy time of year, as we've alluded to before. Our uh, fall season is, is quite busy with our line of work. And uh, it's coming earlier than the last few years have this year because, you know, you're beholden to the crop. So we're going to get into it relatively quickly here. So, yeah. Beholden to the crop. Beholden to the crop, dude. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Nature asks and we do the work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it should be uh, be good. Go ahead. Before we get into these, uh, into the show here, I got some more of those riddle jokes if if you'd like to indulge. Oh, yeah. Let's hear these riddles. Oh, yeah. We got to hear that. Okay. All right. 
Uh, I got a couple bangers here because I think, uh, you know, as uh, we get through the show here, things may change. But so first one, why do firemen wear red suspenders? Hmm. To blend in with the fire. Daryl? Got anything? I don't got one, man. It's to keep their pants up, dude. <laughs> I should have known. It's always just like the, yeah, what's the function of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You know, Why did the little boy throw the clock out the window? Based on the previous riddle, I will say because it was broken. <laughs> uh, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass. Because he wanted to see time fly. Damn it. My <laughs> other guess was going to be like someone told him to take a time out or some shit. And he's oh like, I'm going to throw the time out. I'm going to take the time out. Oh, that's a good one, dude. That's a good I would Acceptable, acceptable. <laughs> good answer, good answer. Survey says. <laughs> Show me potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback right. to some old Family Guy there, if any of the listeners are Family Guy fans. Mm. Which, why would you not be? Let's yeah, be real. Mean, At least of the older stuff. I haven't watched yeah. it in years, but. Me neither. Yeah. But a fan, nonetheless. Indeed. All right. Well, thank you. This for is that. a. This is not. This is not so bad. One. I think you might get this one. Two okay. More. I one more. What goes up when the rain comes down? What goes umbrella. Boom. Banger. Got it. See. You got the juices flowing. When, it's, times an, when it's actually a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even right. think of that. All right. Last one. Okay. What is what is a bird after he is four days old? Hmm. Four day old bird. Five. <laughs> Fucking. Wait, what? Five? Five yeah, day old bird. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Because born and then four more days go by. After so they're five four days. days old, and then you're five days old after that. Oh. You see what I'm saying with this shit? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I love it. All right. Oh, that's enough of that. That's oh, enough of that. That game. was great. Thank you for that. I hope all the listeners enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I like a good dad joke now. every once in a while. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into some uh, stuff here. We got a little bit of housekeeping to go over before we get into the episode proper here. And we wanted to announce a little change that's going to be coming up in the episodes moving forward. So what we're going to do is we're still going to keep the same upload schedule and the same cadence of our show. So that means we're still giving you two episodes a month every other week on iTunes, SoundCloud, right? Um, all that stuff. You're not going to have any issues there. But we are changing the, the format of the content a little bit. So what we've decided to do is for the first episode of the month, we are going to be dedicating that discussion and that time to really news that is centered around trophies. Uh, the new PS5 like update, for example, would, have been, would be a great thing to talk about during this sort of an episode, right? We'd also talked about doing our reviews for trophy lists during this first episode of the month and doing more of them, so more than just a single trophy list. And, yeah, just kind of keeping it to more of that type of discussion, general gaming news, et cetera, et cetera. And then the second episode of the month, we're going to focus on what we've been playing in our trophy hunting uh, lives, so to speak, because it just gave us a better chance to kind of dive in on those games and really explore them a bit more. We, I personally, at least, I think you guys would agree, felt that by the time we got to the end of the episodes as the current format, you know, you're kind of like rushed to sort of get out what your thoughts are on the game and you just have less time to play stuff in the two week period. So this way we'll have more to update on during that second episode of each month. And um, 
yeah, anything to add there? Did I kind of cover that well enough? What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. It makes Sounds sense, good, hopefully. Man. Yeah. We uh, had a pretty good discussion about it, and I think this will satisfy you know, what, what the listeners are hoping to get out of the show still while giving us a little bit more structure month to month. And hopefully we still see, you know, good traffic across both. That would suck if, like, one of them doesn't get listened to. A little hint, hey. hint there for the listeners. Then yeah. we know Then we know what we need to focus on. That's true. I think true. that's what's good about this, too, is there's, you know, it's a more focused direct show than, like, kind of like a drawn-out, let's fit everything in this, and kind of, you know, not having that lot of time with right. this type of this type of gaming and trophy hunting like we've you know we've talked about before probably early on where you know it doesn't lend itself well to like frequent updates correct um, especially with our new roles and stuff new jobs and just life in general and trophy hunting in general can it can take a while to get through a hundred hour game right and i'm sure some of the listeners are tired of hearing the same you know if you're playing a hundred hour game right like you hear that for how many episodes straight yeah, like four to six. <laughs> oh my god, game. dude! I scratched my PC case. I'm about to cry. Oh no! <laughs> no shot, dude. <laughs> oh wow! I cleaned it yesterday and I put it down. Oh my god! All right. Well, that's a bummer. Focus. Dude. That's what happens here in the show. <laughs> All manner of things, but yeah. So we're gonna be kicking that off in August. So. I mean, as of recording right now, it is the 30th of July, but this will be the last episode in the traditional format that you've all come to know and love, and then we're going to be switching it up going into episode 39. So episode 39 in two weeks' time will be our news-based show and trophy list reviews, and then episode 40 you'll get updates on what we've been playing for that month or so. So I hope you look forward to that. And yeah, uh, I think that'll kind of do it as far as the housekeeping goes. Wanted to give there a, may be, oh go ahead yeah go there ahead. may be some 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 surprises sprinkled in that second episode if I'm not mistaken right that is correct that is correct there's gonna be some surprises we don't want to necessarily announce too much of the specifics right now but it's gonna be more than just us talking about what we've been playing so you can look forward to that and maybe we'll give you another update on episode 39 <laughs> yeah yeah. All right. Um, as always, if you like our show and you want to support our show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. And I wanted to give a big shout out to our continued supporters over there. Those include Chaz Bilby, Invisible Banana, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, and B Down. So thank you guys very much for your support of the show. And as always, we're going to get into some Patreon questions. These are submitted to us by our patrons. What do we got for this week? Looks like we got some bangers here, right? So, Daryl, why don't you kick us off with the first question? Yeah. So, Slugger wants to know, what's our most anticipated upcoming game and why? Hmm. This is interesting. That's, it's easy. Easy money, baby. Is it? All right, what do you got? What's your easy money? Metal Hellsinger, dude. I can't. Flip and wait. When is that There's coming no, out? No date. What? Still. 2021. Let me let me double check that real quick. Uh, doesn't look like a date. Don't Damn. see a date. Now, w- refresh my memory on sort of the specifics of this game. This is like the Doom uh, and Heavy Metal is, mix. This is Rock Band Doom. Right. Yes. Okay. I, it's going to be... And it's got... Hold on, let me see. It's going to have a banger soundtrack, dude. Um, here we go. If you're a metal fan. Yeah. Uh, Trivium, Dark Tranquility... Soil work, 
Arch Enemy and Black Crown Initi- in- Initiative Ooh. are the uh, those are so so some of the people from those bands at least. I'm not sure if they're pulling songs straight from them, but they call out you know like different band members from them. Okay. Like the Arch Enemy's got that like they're known for their female vocalist who's absolutely insane. And so I'm sure she'll have some vocal work in it and stuff like that. So Right. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I kind of forgot about this game, to be completely honest with you. Like I remember seeing the announcement for it and being like, Oh, Eli's gonna love this. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it just I feel like that was a while ago at this point. And yeah, it's been, I haven't really heard a lot about it. It's been kind of a while. I think it's a small studio and they had a, uh, you know I I I'm kind of pissed that they um BPM that game BPM came out which is basically the same thing and I I'm pretty sure they kind of stole their thunder and hopefully too many people didn't forget about Metal Hellsinger but cuz it looked like it really looked like to me I don't know I don't want to hate or get anybody in trouble but some of the stuff I saw everything's tinted red in that game and that's why I haven't played it because it's just like everything is red it's like they pulled um, assets from other games and kind of tinted it red, and then bam, no copyright. Kind of like it's different, mm, not the same thing. I see. And they kind of took the idea and just put something out. That's what it felt like to me, because it was like right after. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm super hyped for Metal Hellsinger. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You have a, a runner-up or any other? So yeah, I, I, think, I did uh, a runner-up, so I figured. Yeah. you know. Those were like that one. I'm super hyped for, but I, there's no idea when it's even coming out. It might even get canceled for all I know. I doubt it. I sure hope not. But like, <laughs> you know, new like dates we have confirmed that are soon. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited for Kenna. I remember seeing that in the Sony show and was like, that looks really cool. Again, it's it does seem kind of cartoony, like I bitched about last episode. Right. But it's more like a what's that? Like IMAX or oh, not IMAX? Pixar. Pixar. It's more like Pixar right, cartoony, right. and it's also that kind of game that can be that. I agree. I it, agree 100%. You know. So, that one looks pretty cool. I think it, uh, remember seeing some, you know, growing forest and changing the environment. Kind of looks fable-ish uh, to, in the woods. Woods kind of thing. Uh, so, I'm kind of hyped for that. And then the other like game that I can, I know a release date for uh, is Riders Republic. I'm not sure about that list, a little scared, but just the general concept uh, was always, you know, Tony Hawk kind of played all those games, Dave Muir BMX and aggressive inline and all that stuff. So SSX tricky, still play it on GameCube with my son here and there. I love SSX. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this looks, looks cool. Is writer, what is the, who are the writers in this scenario? I don't know anything about this game. Is it uh, like snowboarding or? It's snowboarding, um, snowboarding, mountain biking, and like flying. It's the same people that did what the hell was that wingsuit one? They they gave it for free, and it was like a really grindy list. Are you talking about steep? Yeah, yeah. Same people did that. So I think that you know the flying is going to be in there, and the snowboarding is the same kind of deal. But yeah, it has also kind of sketch because it's the same kind of deal. But it's a new game, so it'll probably be riddled with, uh, you know, battle passes and all the online multiplayer trophies, I'm sure. And so it's a little sketch there for me, but 
the I'm really down for the concept and uh, a couple of people in Discord. I know, I think Slugger already pre-ordered it. So, oh wow! So get Damn. down with some buds on the slopes, hit some fresh pow pow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I will never play that with, with you if you I'm keep game. saying that. <laughs> pow, pow. Pow, pow. Let's hit the fresh pow, pow. Bow, bow. Pow. 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 Cool, man. Yeah, those are, uh, those are good choices. Kenna also looks interesting to me. I haven't really seen a whole lot on it other than the initial trailers because I was trying to do sort of media blackout. But I, I think I will pick it up. So, yeah, I think those are all solid. Very you choices, too. It's good. What's that supposed to mean, dude? Metal Hellsinger and Riders Republic are two <laughs> games that, like, Daryl and I probably aren't going to pick up, you know? But I feel like those are definitely ones that you would be interested in. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Daryl, what about <laughs> you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, right? You agree. You're not going to pick those up. <laughs> I, I agree. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh, this Republic looks cool, dude. Yeah. I, like, know what it's about. It looks pretty cool. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. He's going to hit the pow pow with me, Colin. <laughs> We're going to shred the gnar on the pow pow. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to be pow pow in it. Oh, my yep. God. We're going to have a little pow wow on the pow pow. <laughs> with my pow pow. <laughs> oh, oh that's enough of that. <laughs> and that's where everyone turns off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Daryl. Sorry. What? What did? You, what about you? What do you got for your anticipated game? Uh, so for me, I'm pretty excited about Battlefield 2042, and that's going to be coming out on October 22nd of this year. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield's like been like my favorite FPS, like between like the Call of Duty and Battlefield debate. Yeah, that's always been my game. Uh, surprisingly, because I started with Call of Duty, and yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Did you uh, watch the EA Play for that? Was there a EA Play thing for that? I didn't. I didn't watch it. I think there was. I watched it, and to be honest, I didn't really have it with any audio on. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I I think in the Discord, some um one of our Discord members had talked about it, and it seemed pretty. It seemed pretty deep. As far as what the game is going to be offering, yeah, oh yeah, with there, like old like levels level and stuff, and, and shit, almost like a forge, like mm. from Halo days. There's some something like that where you have assets from all the previous Battlefield games to make like other maps in and stuff like that, or maybe the multiplayer features maps from all the. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's yeah. something crazy like that. I just remember like seeing like characters from like the different games like being meshed together and fighting. Like you see like guys with defibrillators fighting against dudes with knives, which actually seemed pretty funny. <laughs> just going around defibbing people. Oh man. <laughs> Negative Ramos. So it didn't bother you that um the uh the game is not gonna have a campaign this go around? Doesn't doesn't matter to you? Um like I, to be honest, I didn't really care for the for the campaigns. I think like the only campaign I really enjoyed was Battlefield Three, and then like the subsequent games that that came after was more like vignettes. Yeah. So it it was it was a little different for me, but to be honest, I don't really care for the campaign. For me, Battlefield is always about the multiplayer for me. Yeah. And that's like where most of my time was spent, and. 
I like that Battlefield 2042 is coming like back to like the modern era compared to like Battlefield 5, Battlefield 1, which is still a fun game, but the setting wasn't just there for me. Like I was real big on Battlefield 4 and then Battlefield 3, man. That was like near and dear to me. Like I played the shit out of that game. So I love that we're going back to that setting for uh, this upcoming game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree you with know, you there on the Battlefield 3 campaign. That thing blew my mind when I played it. It was so good. Like, yeah. It was so good. Really, like, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. And just, you know, the overall feel of, like, the game, like, the immersion, like, being able to, like, be in a helicopter and just, like, kill dudes on the ground with the minigun on your little bird or, like, just being in a tank and shooting an airplane out of the sky, like, that was, like, my big thing. And, like, for Battlefield, it was always fun to team up with my cousin because we would always, like, be, like, you know, each other's wingmen. So, like, in the co- in the helicopter, he would kind of be, like, the support guy, and I'd be flying the helicopter. And, uh, yeah, we would tear shit up out there, man. It was <laughs> we would, fun. We would tear shit up. <laughs> Let's Did go. Did you shred the pow-pow? Yeah, we were pow-powing on people from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm always really terrible at the vehicle aspects of those games. So it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't feel as good in that sense. But I like how the game sort of, historically at least, like it throws a lot of points at you. It throws a lot of medals at you. Like, oh, you did suppressing fire. Or, oh, you did like medic. Or, oh, you know, it's like it's you get points and you get recognition for more than just kills, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So... In the sense of, like, you don't have to be the best Twitch Reflex FPS player to play that game and do it well. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. just, uh, I remember Battlefield 3, you were just getting points for so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Battlefield 3 multiplayer was pretty fun, too. The campaign and multiplayer. If you guys, if the listeners out there have not played Battlefield 3, I would check it out. If you have an older console or you can play it somehow. Pretty good. So good. Like, one of my top games. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that game is coming up pretty soon, then, you said. Yeah, October 22nd, so not yeah. too long. It comes out good time. You can get that, and then hopefully Harvest will be done, like, two weeks later and just be cruising. Pow-pow. Pow-pow. And then pow-pow. Exactly. For real. Did you have a yeah. runner-up as, as well, Daryl? I did. So this one, um, we've talked about Resident Evil a lot. And, you know, Colin and I, we, we were, like, big fans of the series. Yep. Uh, but I didn't really get into survival horror games until I played Dead Space. I was still too young to play uh, Resident Evil at the time, and I think my first game in that series was Resident Evil 4. Yep. Which isn't too survival horror-ish, but f- for me, Dead Space is the game that I would like to pick up for the PS5. Um, that game, for me just kind of started like opening up the survival horror genre for me just because i played that game so much like that was like my first survival horror game that i like got all the achievements on when i played it back on the xbox 360 oh nice so you did the plasma cutter only run (laughs) i did nice yeah that game is just it's just a classic man it's so fun of a game to play and it like i played it i loved it i played dead space 2 i didn't even get all the achievements on it i was still working on like 
um getting all the achievements i think the last trophy i was working on before i like put it down was the um the one tro trophy where you have to beat the game on a certain difficulty in like three or less saves mm -hmm. and um yeah i don't think i ever got that one and then i think i got like an xbox one or a playstation and then like i just stopped playing yeah but uh, Death Space for me, that would be my runner-up, just because I love that game. And I, I have mentioned a few times that I would love to see a Dead Space, like, new-gen version. And I'm finally going to get one. You willed it into existence, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped, dude. So, like, for me, these two games are would be the reason I would get a PS5. Yeah, I forgot to... That's a good point. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot to mention that Battlefield 2042 is coming to last like ps4 and xbox one as well as next gen so i am a little worried in the sense that like you know I, I hope they didn't have to hold back on this game too much just to get it to run on the older consoles and i hope it runs well on the older consoles if you because it sounds like you'll probably be picking it up for ps4 so yeah i just hope it's it's still good we're at that point in like the new consoles have been out for a year now and i like just have this feeling that and i felt it last year too where like are the new releases still going to run well on these machines like mm -hmm. i was i was pleasantly surprised that resident evil village did run well but i was i was like you know it's a 50 50 <laughs> this thing yeah. this thing could run like crap so i know battlefield the big difference is the number in multiplayer with okay. the different generations okay which is also weird i feel like we should be calling ps5 current gen yeah like I, we're still calling these things next gen consoles yeah well, you know when are we gonna give it up for these ps4 plebs dude it's enough <laughs> well one of our one of our hosts <laughs> still has me? the ps4 and i did i only uh, i just got my ps5 like a month ago so awkward yeah i, mean, uh, I would no, say 2022 we can I mean, start saying it's current, it's current gen. gen yeah it's not next it's here it's right here with us it's right here but anyways <laughs> it's a big the big difference in battlefield is the number of players it's like half the amount okay i think it's like the 60 and 120 or something like that oh, wow. or like 80 and 160 or something like that yeah 120 is gonna be i mean even if it's 60 players in a match that's fucking crazy to think about like yeah. just go back to you know not too long ago in halo 3 the biggest big team battle was like 6v6 that was like <laughs> insane you know or 8v8 but most most of the time you're playing 4v4 mm -hmm. yeah now we got 60v60 dude at exactly. 120 frames 120 people with 120 frames baby that's right. That's right. That's right. And yeah, in Dead Space, I don't know. You're right, Daryl. They didn't do a release date. Um, but I would assume late next year. That's my guess. Because it doesn't sound like, you know, this. there's rumors that this was coming. But it didn't sound like it had been in development for like a crazy long time. It was more of like a reaction from EA mm. to say like, oh, people do want single player games again. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what do we do? <laughs> you know? And, uh, oh, Resident Evil is selling well. Hmm, what do we do? And so, yeah, I'm excited for the Dead Space. It's like a remake in a sense. I think it is basically the first game in terms of plot and stuff like that, but they're making some changes, obviously, graphically and all that. So that'll be it's cool. Like, I would I would be fine with them just releasing a collection, like a just remastered, like, no. up-res, whatever collection no. in the meantime. No. Yeah. Enough with that, dude. Because you can't Enough. play them on PS4. You can play it on a PC. Yeah, who wants to do that? I thought about buying them, and and I saw this, and I'm like, dude, sick. This might be my first survival horror. 
because they oh, always yeah, look okay. pretty dope. That's what you said about Village, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing those fucking whatever they're called, dude. I, I was debating it, and then I saw that, and then I looked at my backlog, and I was like, nah. <laughs> but Dead Space looks pretty juicy. Yeah, it's going to be really good, I think. doesn't look like there's a lot of pow-pow in, in up there, in the, but, you know. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of pow pow in Dead Space. You got to be accurate with your shots, though. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shooting, but it's not like a just get a headshot type of game. Yeah, mm. you'll see. I don't want to spoil too much of it if you've never played one before, but you'll you'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. And it's next gen only, so it should be a banger. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Current gen, current gen only. Should current... be a banger. <laughs> you could edit that last part out. Well, I'm not gonna do it now because you called for yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, let's see. For my upcoming games, um, there was really only one game that truly got me hyped and excited, and that was Elden Ring coming out January 21st, 2022. This is like a day I will probably ask for off of work, and I'll probably do it relatively soon. Just put it on the calendar. And the mm. runner-up that I had was Diablo 2 Resurrected. And the only reason I wasn't quite as excited for that when I started thinking about it was because it's a longer, grindier game, I'm sure. And thinking about all the effort that went into the Diablo 3 Platinum, I was like, whoo, boy, Diablo 2 Plat might be pretty nuts, but I've never played well, it's it. it's a lot so. shorter game. Yeah, is it? A lot of people just, like, replay that. There's not the same, like, uh, I don't think there's the same end game, end game grind. Or at least they're going to As, like, be. Diablo 3? Yeah, because it's a pretty old game. Maybe they're going to add that kind of stuff. I wonder. I'm very curious. I feel like that I, I... From what I've heard, it's supposed to be uh, pretty much the exact same game. Like, okay. they're not supposed... They're not changing anything. Yeah, and what it's, I hear. it's only $40 to pre-order, so that would seem to yeah. indicate it's a smaller game as well. I think people just like to re replay that and get different gear and build different classes and stuff like that. That's sure. from what I've I I haven't done a extensive research, but that's from what I've gathered watching people play and um you know seeing a couple videos and playing Diablo one when I played that. Yep. You know it's a very like I, when I was at Dungeon three like that was like halfway through the game and I didn't even realize it. That's why I was getting shit on. Damn. So, uh, yeah. No, yeah, pretty cool. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, as far as Elden Ring, I mean I've got the Souls itch after playing Demon Souls recently and it's i've played all the other ones and i don't really feel like going back and getting the platinums in them or anything like that so i'm just looking forward to some new content in that type of world and experience and yeah elden ring just looks so cool and um yeah the whole the whole idea though of like taking the day off for work i realized in kind of chatting with daryl a little bit about this that this is not a very common thing that people do i'm just kind of curious yeah, what your not, guys is, not over what you guys' take is on that you know, it's not like yep. I'm taking the day off with no pay. I'm just going to use PTO for it. So PTO you or working from home? PTO. So it's like you just, like I did that for Village, you know. I just took the day and got, I was like, all right. I just put it on the calendar like six months out. And I was like, I'm just going to stay home today and play this game. <laughs> so, I would say it's pretty rare over 20, over the yeah. age of 20. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Even then, like, I don't know. I never took the day off when I was younger either. Um from school or work just i don't know and that's the whole reason you have pto stuff you want to do yeah but it doesn't have to be i don't know maybe it's just because i've never been like a, i need this day one i need to be the first person to play this and like so that was never really my deals like i'll get on 
I mean, most games come out Friday anyway, so it's like you get on Friday night with your friends. Yeah, that's true. The bigger ones do come out on Fridays, although I think sometimes it's like Tuesdays as well, which is like such a random day. But yeah, I, I did it for Village, obviously, earlier this year. Last year, I did not take a day for any release, but I've taken probably one day a year. There's usually like one game that I'm like, okay, I'm really excited to play this. Like, I'm going to take the day off and, and spend the time doing it. And the cool thing about it to me is like, yeah, obviously you can just play when you get home. Or you can play it over the weekend, but you're kind of dedicating a full, like, big chunk of time where, like, that's what you're doing. You know, you try to fit it into your schedule. We have a question about schedule coming up, but it can be difficult sometimes. And it's like, okay, this game was going to take me, like, months now where it's like you get eight hours, just a chunk to just play it. You're like, oh, I'm going to make really good progress for sure today in this game that mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to. So Yeah, I can see that. Maybe if you're like, I want to play this game. Yeah. And you take a day off. I've just never been a release day guy. Yeah. And I don't really take days off just to play games like that aren't, you know, I'm not going to stay home and just game as like a PTO day. Otherwise, like I'll do it for releases. But mm, opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I'll be curious to hear what the listeners have to say, because I, I would assume it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, it's kind of funny, too, with like people to, you know, I mean, you can take a day off, take a fishing trip. Or like I'm going, I'm going hiking. Yeah, because those are things hobbies you enjoy. Yeah, it's the same but idea. Like the gaming is like kind of looked down upon more. It is but it's, totally. You know, it's, it's really the same. So the same thing. I'm staying home to do my hobby. Yeah, you know, taking yeah. a day off to do something I really enjoy. And uh, I'm I'm very honest about it too with with my boss as far as like, whoa, what's what's going on? Are you going out of town or something? Nope, game's coming out. <laughs> taking a day to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> trying to change the perception so the more people talk about it the more accepted it will be and we need like a video game month or something you know right awareness yeah. month right what are you gonna say daryl it's funny too because on that day that resident evil village came out i asked Dwayne, i'll say hey where's your boss at just to see what he would say yeah and he said oh he stayed home for a video game yep I was like nice yeah that's right yeah. i made it real clear to everybody i'm playing resident evil today <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you for that question, Slugger. Hopefully you appreciated the responses there. Let's... You still take your birthday off, dude? No. Is that a thing? Okay. No. Like, I, I can't, sense. given the time of year that it is. Although mm. I do have a, a trip planned this year that's on the 27th of October to go back east for a wedding. So it's the day after my birthday. Mm. Kind of the same thing. But yeah, not really. If, if my birthday was not, not during like... harvest, I would definitely take it off. Like, no no question about it. That's it's my it, birthday week. You don't get many, you know, that's what it, the PTO is for. Not every day off has to be some big vacation. There's there's value and merit in just taking a day for yourself when you feel like it. Yeah, so. that's what I would use it for. Yep, absolutely. But, yeah, thank you for the question, Slugger. Let's get into our second question. This comes to us from Invisible slash Visible Banana. And uh, the question is this. What genres do you avoid playing or trophy hunting in and why? Easy question. Easy question. Daryl, what do you got? So after uh, my past mistakes, I have learned to avoid these two types of games. Any games with Battle Royale, trophy lists, and sports games. Mm. Mm. Yes. What about Black Ops 4? <laughs> <laughs> well, Boys, yeah. what happened? Uh, 
That one, that one, I know I'm not gonna get the platinum, but it's just cool to chill with friends on that game. And okay. Colin and I, Colin and I had a pretty good time with it last week. Yeah, we not, we got to around like thirty something, right? Didn't we got like really late into that game we were playing? Yeah, that like, was our first game too, and we got pretty far. Yeah, uh, we didn't like know what the hell hours. we were doing though. It was yeah, I mean it was like two hours basically in that one oh match. Oh my goodness. Yeah, for sure. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't tracking the Easter egg or anything. Like I knew I remember a couple bits of it, so I was trying to tell Daryl some of it, but yeah, it's I looked at the video for the Easter egg and it's like thirty minutes on how to do it. And that's the shortest video that I could find. It was thirty minutes. And it's not like, okay, here you're gonna watch me do these steps. It's like thirty minutes of like do this, then run over here, do this, then one of you guys one is gonna need to do this and do that. And it's like jumping all over the place. So it's uh it's very difficult. And what's your what's this uh what's your sports game experience with this, Daryl? Any <laughs> basketball games come up in this or? Yeah, it was uh so last year I played two K twenty against uh, another coworker of ours, and this was a game that I had no plan, you know, intention of playing for the trophies, and I ended up popping the dumbest trophy in that game. And 2K20 is known to be, like, one of the grindiest games out there right now. Uh, there is a lot that the game is asking you to do. And the one dumb trophy that popped is just adjusting your lineup during a timeout. Like, why? Why would you put that in the trophy list? Like, and it was, like, mm. the very last thing I did before the game was over. Oh, oh my no. Goodness. Yeah, my guy needed some Gatorade, so I took him out. <laughs> And, uh, is that what it, is that what the uh, game tells you? <laughs> like this guy needs Gatorade they, right now. This guy needs his electrolytes. Get him out. His favorite out. flavor is Arctic Freeze. <laughs> Get this the guy an Arctic Freeze ASAP. <laughs> the game makes it very clear when the, when your guys are exhausted out there, they'll put the Gatorade symbol next to them, meaning that you know they got to come out because they're too oh they're God. exhausted. They don't so even that, put like a water bottle next to them. They just straight up put the Gatorade logo. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good marketing at its finest right there. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that was the, the one trophy I popped, and I am standing at 1% hmm. as of today. Now, the thing is, like, the, the question is interesting that it asks, like, avoid playing or trophy hunting in. Mm -hmm. if, if the trophies were not an issue, would you be more willing to play those type of games, like Battle Royale and sports games? Probably, but like, you know, the games that I've encountered, like like battle royale games, like Apex Legends, Fortnite, Black Ops Four, like I've tried to go for the trophies and I can't do it. I, I just don't have the skill set to do it. Yeah, and and two K, uh, I played two K for a lot of years now, and their their trophies achievements have always been pretty bad. You know, like win ten rank games in a row. You know, I got really lucky with that. I'm glad that's not a trophy that's currently on the list as today. But like very early in the series, it was. Um, so the the game, the trophy list has changed over the years, but it's like changed in in a way where, you know, it's still pretty difficult. But you don't have to like win, you know, rank games in a row or do something like this. It, it's gotten pretty difficult as time went by. Yeah. There was a trophy similar to that in Mortal Kombat 10, which was like the huge 
like buzz killer for me when I was playing that a couple months ago. I mean, I, I didn't think I was going to platinum the list anyway, but just looking at that and then realizing like, wow, anyone's still playing MK10 when MK11 is out, probably pretty good. It's probably been playing for a while. And uh, yeah, so I hate that kind of shit. What about you, Eli? What do you got for your grindy games or whatever? What games you're avoiding? <laughs> yeah, those fighting games are a good, are a good genre. Yeah. Uh, but there was a, there was one specific one I can't remember. I'm pretty upset. But the other one I was thinking of main uh, series is Devil May Cry. Oh fuck that! Um, that looks so sick. It looks like my type of game, hack and slashy. Uh, I think it's a little more involved than I would probably prefer but still looks badass you know so uh i would really like to play them but i won't be because the the list um it does say avoid playing or trophy hunting but what's playing without trophies so you know kind of one of the same yeah but so devil devil may cry is a big one that i feel like i've been uh missing out on i could check my steam wish list it's probably full of those games that i want to play but don't want a trophy on in uh (laughs) Another one came up since we were talking about Judgment last time. It's jogged my memory about Yakuza games. You know, the Judgment looked pretty dope. That trailer really caught my eye. And, you know, the Yakuza is kind of like that. So I was thinking those would be f- probably pretty fun, but not going to happen because of the trophies. I agree. Um, I can't really think of a game that I would avoid playing just to not play it. Um, I guess like turn-based games, I I do avoid just for playing like turn-based strategy slow games. Now I'm not smart enough for strategy games, so that's that's a big one I avoid. Um, just for playing. Yeah. And then another like trophy thing would be like the grindy free-to-play games. Those look fun. You know, um, what the hell is that? I mean, Genshin I Impact. Dauntless. Yeah. Genshin Impact on the uh. Um, PS5 free upgrade. All the fr- all the free to play games have free upgrades. Yeah, but the uh, the games you already bought that Sony released makes you pay again. So don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But uh, you know, Destiny Two, uh, Warframe, that I you know would really like to play, but I'm not going to play it on console because how oh, my cat is scratching me. Um, I, heard, I heard it's little bell, it's little cat bell. Oh, that's my necklace. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> I thought your cat was like right up on the mic. I had this image in my head of your cat being like right next to your face. She doesn't wear a necklace. They can get hung on trees. She's outside cat, so yeah, ours you have an outside either. cat. Don't yeah. have a uh, a collar. I guess they make breakaway ones, but I just she follows me when we take walks. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, grindy games, Warframe, <laughs> free to play stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always end up with grindy lists, and you know. I don't know. Maybe that's more like the time frame thing for me too, because uh, you could probably like a like Warframe is easy, but it's a long list. So is uh, Genshin Impact. They're just long lists. So I guess I avoid long lists. Yeah, in general, I do too. Just you know, it's I don't know. It's to, I could I would enjoy spending that much time in a game probably, but it's just that long for a platinum or sometimes not even a platinum is just like uh nah mm-hmm. not for me sure those are good uh choices i think devil may cry totally agree devil may cry 5 looks awesome never gonna play it though for the reason that you stated and uh, i might one day 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. And Yakuza, but, I have played a bit of and was totally fine. I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna plat it. I'm just gonna have to come to terms with that. And I mm-hmm. did really enjoy it, but I've avoided future titles for that reason. You know, I'm glad I played the one. I get like what the game is about now. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand how it works, but I have no real desire to hop into other ones in the franchise. So, oh, thank you. Steph brought me a beer. What an amazing thing to have. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. Mid show brewski. It is called, uh, thank you, my love. It is called Juicier Than Thou, a uh, New England style India pale ale with mango. Mm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Hold on a second. A little ASMR. Hold on. What do you guys think? <laughs> 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 oh. I, don't, I don't think any of that came through. Okay, great. Anyway. Um, yeah, but those are really good choices. I'd say for my genres I avoided, I put up uh, sports games and JRPGs. That is playing and trophy hunting, kind of applicable to both. Fighting games is, a, is also really good. I kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly love classic. those either. Yeah. Although, again, I had a good experience with MKX, so I don't want to hate on all fighting games. But I just, as far as trophy hunting, like, specifically, like, no way. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, sports games, you know, Daryl, you pretty much touched on everything I was going to say. They just generally have pretty bad lists. It's nothing against the sports games inherently, other than that most of them are very annualized, and it feels like a cheap trick to sort of get your money again when not that much is different. So that kind of bothers me on, like, a philosophical level. Like, just mm. make, it a, make it a platform and let me buy yeah. the new season for 10 or 20 bucks or whatever, and then just keep patching it if you want to update it. Um, kind of like a remake. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. And then JRPGs, this one like bothers me because I would love to play some of these JRPGs. And it's what you said to Eli, it's a length issue. Like I'd rather as much as I'd love to play these JRPGs, I'd rather play ten other games. I'd rather play more different types of games. But I always like really get drawn to you know, the Neo like the world ends with you, Neo the World Ends With You that just came out. Um Prince in our Discord was talking about that a lot. You know, the Kingdom Hearts games, uh, Final Fantasy games, whatever they are. You know, I'm always like, or Legend of Mana is another good one, too. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. And then I'm really intrigued. And then I look at the list and I'm like, oof, mm, <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, it's mostly just because it's long. It's not that it's too difficult or too egregious in what it asks, but it's just, yeah, it's going to be 100 hours. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, it is very rare, unless it's a multiplayer game that I will put a hundred hours into something. So yeah, those are, uh, those are my choices. So anyway, hope, uh, hope that answers your question. Visible slash invisible banana. Thank you for <laughs> submitting it. What do we got for our last question here? Eli? What do we got? You gave me the long one to read, dude. I did because I knew you needed to practice reading. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Trophy hunting can be a really time consuming hobby and with work, family and other life obligations it can be hard to find time to indulge how do each of you organize your schedules to have sufficient time to satisfy your trophy hunting gaming needs this comes to us from pat the trophy hunter yeah this is a really great question because Mm -hmm. i feel like it's something you're going to have to juggle more and more the more the older you get and the more responsibility you have at work and just in life, like, right. Obviously Eli, you have a son. So that throws a whole nother wrench into things. Daryl, you're married. I'm engaged. So like all of these like things have changed the way that I play games and the frequency that I play games, etc. So 
What did you guys think for your sort of initial reactions to this? To be honest, I really liked the question when, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we got the question. I thought it was like one of the ones that made me think yeah. on it just a little bit, you know. I don't really think about this too much, but like for me, I think my schedule works out pretty well for me to play video games just for pure enjoyment and to also trophy hunt. So usually by the time I get home from work, it's about three o'clock. So I got a couple hours to play before my wife gets home from work. So throughout the week, that's like 10 hours a game. Yeah. Um, so it's a good amount of time, but you know, considering like things I might have to do outside of work um things around the house you know i might not be able to play 10 hours uh throughout the week but it still gives me a, a good amount of time to to play uh, when it comes to the weekends i generally try to wake up during like the early hours like four or five o'clock in the morning just so i can get some games in pretty early it all depends on like how much sleep i get but um yeah i've kind of like just play a lot during like you know the times after work or like well what i do typically do a lot of the times is like i tell my wife like hey you know i'm gonna be playing this game for a while just because i want to like have some content for the episode and she's pretty cool about that so i just i'm pretty honest with her like hey i'm gonna be playing this game you know you'll probably get like super tired of me playing the same game over and over but you know it's all for the episode yep. you know so I, I tell her about that and um yeah, that's basically how, you know, I'm able to get time in, you know, I play after work or I play early in the morning on the weekends, or I just tell my wife like, Hey, I'm going to be doing some work, but you know, I'm just letting you know why I'm playing this game. Yeah. That, I think that's a good, uh, or like interesting point to throw into like how trying to have content for the episode affects your schedule or like how you interact with games, because I definitely do the same thing where you know, I've neglected my Nintendo Switch for, like, a year now. <laughs> and I would love to play more stuff on the Switch. You know, I really want to go back and finish Mario Sunshine again. And uh, I've never played Mario Odyssey. I have it on there. Yeah, but I'm just I'm not going to do it because it doesn't get me anything to talk about for from a trophy perspective. So that's a good call out. Eli, what about you? How do you approach your scheduling for this stuff? Um, yeah, well, my schedule is currently changing, so it's kind of, it's kind of one of the things that's been on my mind with like, what's gonna, what's gonna go on. So, you know, I got a lot of the real life stuff going on with him going to school and, you know, raising him properly. Uh, so it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna be different for me. I think it's gonna be uh, a little harder for me to work it in and, uh, you know, because, yeah, I was I was at the same kind of schedule with uh, with Daryl where I could I could get home pretty early, but it was not leaving me a whole lot of time to sleep. Yeah. And uh, it's it's actually been pretty good with this new schedule for a week. I've actually slept very well. I've been feeling better. So, yeah, because when you got to get up at four in the morning, it's hard to get games in at night after he goes to bed because it gets pretty late when he doesn't like to lay in his bed <laughs> yeah and stays up to like nine o'clock uh, that's way past my bedtime at that point so um this you know 
I might be able to stay up a little later and maybe get some in after he goes to bed. I don't know. We'll see. But the uh, it's hard. It's definitely hard, especially with kids. I know uh, the uh, the question asker is, you know, yeah, got some kids. some new family members, yeah, and uh, that's that's part of it. Makes it makes it pretty tough. But we did. I did buy uh, Sackboy, and I did start it with him. So hopefully we can we can game together. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe more. that's sort of how you try to maybe engage is like to say mm-hmm. like yeah we're gonna play some stuff together for like an hour mm-hmm. and that'll be stuff I can trophy hunt in as well. He's way more into Rocket League and Minecraft though, so it's pretty hard. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and at that age, you're so like obsessive about the stuff you like, you just get into mm-hmm. it, and that's that's like what you want to play. You know. Mm-hmm. I played Pokemon so, yeah. for like three years straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pokemon Red and Blue, and then Yellow. I just played them back to back to back. They're basically the same game, but <laughs> that was like what I did when I was younger. Good, good points all around. I think you know we've had some discussions just in party chat sometimes with some of our listeners, or even my my friends who I play league with and stuff. And you know, how do you kind of handle the balancing of your time with your significant other, even and with games and some couples? It's really interesting. Like if you have two gamers. I know some people that they just play games next to each other, not even the same game, but they're like hanging out in the same room and, you know, right next to each other the whole time, which is kind of interesting. And then I know some people who just make it very clear that like, yeah, this is like the thing I'm going to do, you know, and they don't really spend a whole lot of time like just with their significant other other than like on the weekends. And then there's some people who prioritize that time with their significant other more than anything else. And so they don't really game except for like a few hours on the weekends. I think I'm kind of like in between where it's really important to me to spend time with Stephanie every day. It's just good for your relationship, obviously. And so I get home now around 445 or 5 most of the time, and she gets home around 5 as well. So then we have some time together for a few hours, and we'll cook dinner and watch something or go on a run or whatever. And then I'll play for, generally speaking, I try to plan an hour and a half per night. Sometimes it's closer to an hour. Sometimes it's closer to two hours, but that's like roughly what I try to do. Usually it's like 7.30 to like nine, you know, but again, sometimes it's only eight to nine or sometimes it's only 8.30 to like 9.15, whatever I can squeeze in. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, both days, I'll try to have like a two to three hour session per day. So a good chunk of time to make some progress on something because it comes back to the earlier question of like the genres you avoid and why. Well, that's a big reason why, because we all just kind of talked about how weekdays in particular, we're lucky if we get maybe two hours to play games, right? So a hundred hour game, like, are you kidding me? You want me to play the same game for like three months? And I know some people are like, yeah, what's wrong with that? You're getting most bang for your buck. That's great value. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to play the same one game for three months. It's so like, yeah, it's just so like anti like how I want to approach the the pastime or like the hobby you know i really like hey, to experience lots of things i've been playing rocket league since it came free to play dude right and i mean i play league you know still like every once yeah. in a while i'll hop on and play league it's good to have those things that you can come back to but as far as like a single player experience i guess is what i should say like just a mm. campaign game you know it's it's hard for me to do that but yeah that's that's generally how i try to structure it and uh yeah you guys have anything else to add there not really yeah i I guess it's hard yeah it's hard is the takeaway 
And I'd say, too, I guess one last thing would be, you know, generally speaking, my real-world social life obligations will come first, like, 99% of the time. Like, th there's a couple of my really good friends that have known me since, like, high school at this point, and it's like, oh, hey, do you want to, like, meet up and, like, grab grab a coffee or, like, go, like, do something? And I'm like, eh, I just kind of feel like gaming today. And I can say that to them, and that's totally fine. But, you know, if it's, like, a some, something that doesn't happen very often, like, a few of your friends are getting together or someone's having, like, people over for, like, a party or, you know, you're going to an event or something, it's like, well, obviously I'm going to do that instead of stay home and play games. So, yeah, the priority list is, like, you know, significant other time, real-world obligations, and then the games. So, yeah. yeah. That's fair. All right, well, thank you very much for that question, Pat. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who submitted the questions. Remember, you can go over to patreon.com slash trophytalkpodcast and view our tiers of support levels over there and see what they get you. And uh, maybe you can ask us a question next time. <laughs> Some good questions for sure. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right. So as is tradition here, let's get into our trophy list discussion for this episode. Eli, why don't you introduce us to the game that we're going to be talking about? Because it is one that you advocated for. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about another cartoon filled world with particle effects. Okay. Mm -hmm. This one is called, and it's season-based, so just throwing that in there. This one is called Tribes of Midgard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, by developer Norsefell and published by Norsefell. Baller. Mm. Um, yeah, it's got 27 trophies, uh, one platinum, six golds, eight silvers, 12 bronzes. Pretty spicy ratio. If uh, Colin does say so himself. Yeah, I think that ratio is great. <laughs> Maybe a little heavy on the golds, but good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jesus, I just want to see some consistency. This guy happy. Do four golds, eight silvers, 16 bronzes. Double it each time. You know, what is this like? We're going to give it just plus two. Plus, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Go ahead. It's good. That is a good ratio. Yeah. Up to, up if four. you want some golds, this is the one for you. The game for you. It's not for you then? Well, I want golds and silvers. I need them. Hook me but up. But not too many golds. No, hook me up. I need them all. Moderation. It's key. <laughs> you golds. need more bronzes, man. I do. Yeah. I need more bronzes. <laughs> I keep that ratio way high. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But, yeah, good distribution for sure. What do you guys think? What's the overall impressions so far of this game? This is a newer release, right? It just came out. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, is it PS5 exclusive, like next gen or current gen exclusive, uh, or is it PS4 and and Windows and PC? Oh, okay. So it is a Sony somewhat exclusive, but it's also on PC. But you can't get it on Xbox. So there you go. Yeah, take that, Microsoft. Yeah, yes, Game Pass that losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> joking, of course. Joking, of course. Um, uh, yeah, Daryl, what yeah, do you well, think of the list? Oh man. I have a lot to say about this list. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you guys mentioned, it's a good distribution of all the core trophies. Um, what I did notice with the trophy list is that it doesn't follow like that bland, formulaic style of like the trophy artwork pattern that we've seen in a few of the games we've reviewed so far. And what that what I mean by that is like having the trophy worth in the picture somehow. 
Mm-hmm. So like some of the games we've seen, like the border reflects the trophy value or the entire artwork is the trophy worth of value. And this one, it's none of that. It's, um, you know, a lot of colors are going on. So it's cool to see, you know, we're not seeing that pattern being used in a lot of games. Um, that's what stood out for me aesthetics wise. Yeah, I think that was a that was a Sony. A lot of the Sony first party, second party games use that formula. So I think this right. coming from somebody else had something to do with that. Definitely yeah, different from what we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what I did like the um, the most is just seeing like a lot of Norse mythology present throughout the list, and like for example, you know like there's five trophies where you have to reach different levels. Each one has a different title within the tribe hierarchy. So for Viking, that's like your soldier, first seer, in Norse, that means commander, Jarl, chief, Kanunger, king. And if you're lucky enough, you know, you could be in, oh shit, I can't remember the pronunciation for this, but it's in Harriar, something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. But basically, as someone, you know, a Viking warrior that died gloriously on the battlefield mm. and is welcome into the halls of Valhalla. So I thought that was pretty cool. Just mm-hmm. seeing like the different Norse terms of like, you know, your rank within the tribe. Uh, there is a lot of like Norse locations that are used that, you know, if you've played God of War that you might be familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Jotunheim, Muspelheim, Asgard, Niflheim. And if you're Eli, he likes to call it Nippelheim. Yep, exactly. And Valhalla. Nippelheim. <laughs> uh, Norse figures and events that are mentioned in the trophy list. Bjorn, you know, if you're familiar with Norse mythology, he was the son of legendary Viking Ragnar Lothbrok. I'm not familiar with Norse mythology, but I watched a lot of Vikings on the History Channel. Yeah. That's how I'm familiar with him. Uh, Savadafari? That whole story is really interesting. I actually laughed at the very end. It's, um, <laughs> it's this is the smelter, right? <laughs> so, what I got from it is that so, Asgard, when Asgard was created by the gods, um, it was, it was defenseless, it didn't have any walls. So, this giant approached the Asgardian gods and said, Hey. You know, I'll build you a wall, and in return, I will like one of the goddesses and the sun and the moon. And they're like, okay, cool. You know, we could do that. But they didn't think that he can actually complete that task. But, you know, as the god saw, you know, this mysterious stonemason was able to complete, was pretty near, you know, to completing the task. So they were very like tripping out. It's like, oh shit, we're actually gonna have to give this guy the sun and the moon and our goddess. So Loki got the mischief. So the, the stonemason actually had a horse that was helping him during the construction of the Asgardian walls. And the horse's name was Savaldafari. And what Loki did was he transformed himself into a mare. And because he did that, he distracted Savaldafari. <laughs> and that was what kind of happened. Like he he pulled him away, and then you know the stonemason wasn't able to complete the walls, so they didn't reward that stonemason. Um, but very funny. You know, at the end, Loki gets like boned by 
Savaldafarian looking like eight legged horse. Oh gosh. Um, very strange story. I actually was like super like <laughs> balling off of this. I was like, wait, what? That's so weird. That's very common for ancient mythologies though. Like that's all over ancient Greek and uh, ancient Greek and Roman mythology as well. Like the gods turning into an animal and then sleeping with animals or people or yeah, very common. It's funny you say that though. There's a movie called uh, The Ritual on Netflix, the horror movie. And yeah, I've seen that. yeah, so you know the monster in that movie, Daryl? Mm-hmm. An eight legged looking horse thing that's a bastard son of Loki? Oh, no way. There you go. Oh, snap. Mm hmm. So... Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a good movie, by the way, if you haven't seen The Ritual. Yeah, I recommend it as well. Good horror movie. How do you say that B-J-O-R-N? Bjorn. Bjorn. Bjorn? Okay. Here's a little more uh, uh, lore here. Okay. Bjorn is actually the name of a person in soil work whose band will be in Metal Hellsinger. (laughs) A little bit of lore for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he's a singer of soil work. That's cool. That's cool. Nice. So yeah, uh, Svaldafari, uh, events like Ragnarok, uh, that's mentioned throughout the list. And uh, yeah, you know, I just really enjoyed seeing a lot of that stuff because um, I pay attention to like Greek mythology, um, but it, it's always interested me like other things like in other cultures, like their mythology. So this yeah. is one I've like wanted to like look into and it's always like interested me over the years. And that's pretty much it for as far as the mythological stuff goes. Yeah. What I did notice, um, as far as like some of the other trophies, I did like the the crafter trophies, how they kind of follow that color pattern of rarity seen in like many other games, like shooter looter games. Yeah, um, I like got, that like, as well. The white, green. I feel like that's common, and that's always like a universal things. Um, you know, with you know crafting items and things like that um although it seems very lazy in my opinion it's just the same freaking artwork with different colors mm-hmm. uh, and the, the you know the title of the trophy is pretty lazy too as well um yeah that's about it as far as the trophy goes yeah. I, I was kind of um you know curious about these modes that the trophy list was mentioning you know, I had seen saga mode and survival mode and um, didn't know what that was. So I had to do a little research on what these modes entailed. Um, so these, I mean, what, mentioning these, these might sound familiar because it seems like you guys have played similar games to the uh, tribes of Midgard, if I'm not mistaken. So saga mode, basically like your story mode you know there's things you have to do and i think one of the primary objectives you have to do is protect the tree of life gather resources and they call these items fragments which you'll receive from completing quests uh yotans aka giants events and hideouts and all of those are needed to reach the saga boss so Mm. each of these seasons will include a saga boss that you'll have to take out and in saga mode, um, basically they have this element in the game where when it's nightfall, you're getting attacked by monsters and hell things. 
and you know with each nightfall the enemies are stronger and eventually it's just nightfall period so you're getting attacked constantly so i guess the objective is just to like do the quests as fast as you can kind of like avoid this never-ending assault by these hell things and um it seemed pretty scary to me so i'm not sure if i want to play a game like that but i hear survival modes a little bit more relaxed and luckily it's unlocked after reaching level three and according to what I've read online, it's very customizable. So you can customize it um, like from the map size to the difficulty level enemies and which resources are lost upon death. And here, you know, players can like change the game to, you know, tailor like the type of gameplay they're looking for. And another thing that's kind of different between these two modes is that, you know, this you know, this whole nightfall thing that I mentioned, they call it Fimble Winter in the game, where eventually that will just be kind of like the whole setting for the game. It's just nightfall period with hell things attacking you nonstop. In survival mode, you will have that as well, but it'll eventually cycle back to summer. So during the Fimble Winter in Saga mode, it's just Fimble, win Fimble Winter period. But in survival mode, You'll have that, and then they'll cycle back to summer, but the enemies will still be stronger. They just won't be attacking you, you know, nonstop. Hmm. Interesting. I was Almost sounds up... backwards. Yeah, yeah. I was reading up a little bit on this, the forum posts on PSN profiles, and uh, it sounds like P the consensus is that the game is really hard, actually. And even when you're playing with like a group you need a group of people who are really good and know what they're doing specifically they're calling out and this is interesting that you brought up the custom customization options because they're calling out the 100 day survival mode as like almost impossible um at least yeah, so pretty... solo they were saying you can't really even get beyond day 10 and yeah so that it's... that's kind of interesting to me and it is of course a grindy sort of experience and a and a grindy kind of list but I don't think it's a bad list overall, like in terms of, hey, these are what the game has to offer in terms of game modes and things to do, like let's give trophies for doing different variations of those things, you know? So I think the list is fine, albeit a bit lazy, but I just think it might be harder than first glance would indicate. Um, and also like the, uh, oh gosh, I lost, where is it? Oh, the, the wording on some of this stuff has me concerned. I think, Eli, you were the one who pointed this out to me, too, but, like, the deliver the final blow on stuff, um, specifically the deliver the final blow to defeat a Saga boss in Saga mode, that is a little strange in that, like, so if you have a party together and you go through this really long experience and you kill the boss, it only really gets you the trophy for the one person who landed the final blow, so you might have to do it multiple times unless you're playing solo. Um, so that's kind of worrisome. I don't know if it's if it if that's what would happen. Maybe everyone gets it, but just a thought. Yeah, my impression is that you have to be the one to deal the final blow, and whoever did that would get the trophy. Yeah, just by reading it. Yeah, which is kind of worrisome, especially if you're like in a party of people who aren't trophy hunters. You know, it's gonna be pretty annoying, especially if like I don't know how long it takes to be the saga. Yeah, I don't either. But if you're looking at like 
two to three hours and you're like, I gotta get this final blow and someone steals it from you, dude, that would just be heartbreaking for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's go ahead. I just think that's pretty lame in a multiplayer game that you put that in there. Mm -hmm. That seems like kind of like a dick move in my opinion. Why yeah. why would it's a multiplayer game? Why did you make one person get the trophy? It's yeah. just rude. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, uh, I don't know how it works. It might be it might be different. Maybe, you know, trophy wording can always be, you know, misconstrued to what the actual trigger is, and it might just give it to everybody in the party. I don't know. We don't know. Um, but the wording is definitely real sus. Yeah, for sure. I um you know, you guys met Herbie talk about uh, Star Wars Squadrons, and there's a trophy similar to this with, like, near identical wording, like, deal the final blow. And in that game, you know, you've heard me talk about how difficult it is. How That just sounds mind-boggling to me to do something like that in that type of game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, so I don't agree with that wording, or, like, if that's how it functions, that kind of bothers me but otherwise i don't have a huge problem with the list mm -hmm. for the type of game that it is i will i want to point out the platinum is at zero percent yeah um the it just the came getting... out three days ago though mm -hmm. typically you usually see people that have gotten it like one you know somebody's gotten it yeah but uh it's also not a very big release so i think that has something to do with it Kind of bums me out these big sites like Power Picks don't do these smaller games. It's kind of frustrating because, like, yeah, this is, not, I mean, it's not a huge release, but it's also not a small release, I would say. Like, it's a PlayStation, I mean, Sony exclusive talked about for it the most in their, part in their show, so right. So, like, uh, yeah, I wish more people would, would cover those, but you know, this might be an incidence of they can't get it yet. Um, there is that like million souls. I think it's funny they use souls, but spend a thousand, a million souls is, uh, that's at point one points, point one six on, uh, PSN profiles and point one on the, on the, uh, Sony side. But the, uh, then the other, the other thing that holds people back is the 0% is this reaching like the highest season level. Yeah. And then again, like you mentioned, the Saga boss is obviously the hard one at 4% and uh, 3% on Sony side. And the uh, the reach, the 100 day in survival mode is 0.63 on PSN profiles with the trophy hunters. So Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I think it's going to be hard and you need a group for mm -hmm. sure. So Yeah, the game uh, definitely uh, emphasized doing this in co-op just because of like what you're required to do. It's just too much for one person to do alone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm wondering if that mode's customizable, how there isn't a way to make it more suitable for that. I mean, you can probably days. still cater it towards single player, but it's probably still got the same difficulty curve, I would imagine. Like, you can make the map yeah. smaller or whatever. I mean, and who knows? Like, some of those customization options, like, maybe they sound like they're better, but maybe it's worse. Like, the map being smaller just means the enemies storm your base faster, right? right. You have less time to gather resources, whatever. Mm -hmm. so, less so, places to gather resources. Exactly. I, I don't really know, but that's that's how I'm thinking about it. Um, but it seems like you'd be able to get relatively, like, okay completion percentage 
like in between 20 and 40 pretty easily and then you'd kind of stall out for a while is what it looks like mm-hmm. so yeah um it's 20 dollars. i just checked right now for the for the ps4 and ps5 like you get both versions when you buy it it's 20 dollars. so it's a pretty decent price yeah and the price is you know, right they've committed to uh supporting this game with more seasons this i mean specifically it this first season right now is the wolf saga so there's going to be more saga quests and more shit the further on it goes i would assume some of those things you will need to have achieved really great gear from previous seasons in order to even have a chance so well we'll see yeah he's um, got like 500 players <laughs> yeah the consensus again in the forum post is that the game's really hard people are saying it needs some balance patches um that it's not really doable right now from a tro- from a platinum perspective mm-hmm. but maybe that will change so yeah pretty cool though pretty cool what so overall then let's say uh you know would you play this game would you tr- would you platinum this game what do you guys think for me honestly i would play it but not to trophy hunt i would just play just to like have fun hanging out with friends i think the whole norse mythology and the setting is really cool i would play it for those reasons but not to trophy hunt okay that's fair what about you eli Hmm, undecided, TBD. Uh, yeah, because my, my list is looking pretty pretty right now, and I don't know if I can play games for fun anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe as a crossplay, I'll buy it on PC and we can play together there. Cat's yeah, cheating a little bit, but... That's why I have a PC, so I can cheat a little bit. <laughs> okay, I mean, so we got one play for fun, not trophy hunt. We got one TBD on both. Right. What do you got? I would say I'm not going to play this game or trophy hunt in this game. Mm. Um, nothing against the game in particular, more so Sorry. just the genre of game and the time demand. There's too many of these types of games, right? But Diablo is your top game, dude. Yeah, it is. But I can do everything single player, right? And then I don't engage with the season aspect of Diablo and Diablo trophy list does not require me to engage with that mm, so, so style a game as in yeah uh, season based right exactly it's season based it's multiplayer based it's you know battle pass based like how many of these things do people want you to do dude you got fortnite rocket league knockout city rogue company fall guys who's Tribes got rock- guard you know like who's i'm just knockout city and Fall guys on their list. Come on, Nobody's I'm just I'm just saying in general, right? There's like assume that you're someone who's playing like you can only play probably one or two of these types of games. Yeah. Right at a time, so like I don't know, Destiny also like yeah, Destiny, Overwatch, Warframe, League, League, Warframe, like just like where where do you, Warzone, Outriders? Where, yeah, where do you guys think we're getting? Where am I going to pull these hours out of? World of Warcraft. Like where where yeah, where am I going to add these these 300 hours to get this shit done? It's not going to happen. Yeah. So on that sense, no. But I I like the idea of it. You know, high school me with buddies, this would be sweet. I would love to play it, but not now. Avengers? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, anything Again. else to add on that? I think that was a pretty good discussion. Oh, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, that discussion on the listener side. And let's see. Let's see. Where are we at? I guess there's only one place to go. And that's in what we've been playing. <laughs> so 
let's see here. We, we, we've got quite a lot to get through. You know, the, our show notes this episode are, are very filled out, which is great. Uh, Eli, let's maybe start with you because it's, I think you've had a little less time. So yeah, we'll speaking let you, of let you filled out, what going. are you talking about, dude? I got nothing filled out. Yeah, so what, what about what's been going on? What? You've been really busy, you, you noted, but what have you been playing? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to work on Doom Eternal and that extra life mode that uh, I think you could probably do on your first playthrough. Uh, but I... Was that on the episode or is that another conversation maybe where you don't unlock that right away? But um, reading over the trophy guide again, it does say don't play on extra life mode your first playthrough. It makes it very clear not to do that. So that would ma- uh, make me assume that you could play it right off the bat. Yeah. And if it was me, I would actually suggest doing that. To get it over with. Yeah, because there are a lot of extra lives. Because then they also call it, there's like 40 plus. And you only have to have 10 when you finish. So you can die about 30 times. And you can just reload and, your save. So And you can make backup saves. And so it's like, I, you know, if you get save, if you're super worried, make a save, a manual save every level. And if you're not, then, you know, you can, if you're really, if you're like running low, like 20, just then just make a backup save, you know? So, um, yeah, I would just, I'm kind of pissed and I've just been making me not uh, like super excited to play it when I when I do get into it. It's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Doom. Let's go. Metal popping zombie popping demon heads and, you know. Badass, uh, you know, skyscapes. What do you call those skyboxes? Skyboxes. Yep. Um, But yeah, so I, I enjoy it when I when I get into it, but it's just such a like, uh, dude, again. God damn it. I'm kind of pissed. I'm trying to, you know, speaking with my with my playtime <laughs> instead right, of my wallet. Right. But uh yeah, it's it's getting there. I'm about halfway through. So uh it's it's getting there. That's uh what I've been trying to fill out my time with and uh still playing a bit of Minecraft here and there if I don't have like a uh if I don't have a chunk cuz the doom levels are, you know, they're actually pretty beefy in this game. They're about an hour plus sometimes. So, you know, if I don't have an hour, I might go, I might go check on my crops in Minecraft, but, or some rocket leak or something. That's pretty long um, for a shooter level. Yeah. So uh, it's in a fact, good chunk that, of time. In fact, that's like really long. Especially when you're looking for the, uh, like when you're watching a guide. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm kind of like, I watched a guide the whole first playthrough. Now I have to watch a guide on my whole second playthrough. It's just been, it's been tough to be, to be motivated as well. As on top of sleeping more and being healthy. <laughs> right, which is important. It's, yeah. So I don't know if those are interconnected. I'm sleeping more because I'm less inclined to grind out Doom Eternal or if uh, vice versa. So, right. I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I mean, I really want to keep these, um, you know, another part of this, I'm sure uh some trophy hunters out there go through is the i've i've come to a point where i really want these trophies to line up on my list like i just did 2016 i would like doom to come next and it's also squeezed in here before 60 so it's like uh i don't want to say a necessity because it's video games (laughs) right 
but it's, it's a nice like to have. <laughs> it's a pretty it's like you know a necessity in the trophy hunting world right not a, a life necessity but like uh they should come together and i don't want it to be 60 because i want the demon souls to be 60 because bloodborne was 30 so it's going to be a 30 rotation there and like so it's just squeezed in there like this is the only thing i should be focusing on and then it's kind of hard to get into so i'm in that like internal struggle as far as trophy hunting goes right now yeah that's kind of that's what i've been playing what i've been going through more than what i've been playing yeah uh, but for sure well yeah. best of luck with that i mean it'll feel good once it's done you know it's kind of yeah. you just gotta just kind of push through it Mm-hmm. yeah we'll get there we've all Next been in the, we've all been in those points where we have to uh have to just kind of finish something off you know the last 20 hours for me of assassin's creed rogue i would not call that fun but mm-hmm. i was like i'm getting this done dude i'm doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah very cool uh, let's see. I'll, uh, Daryl, I'll let you close us out today, if you don't mind me going second. Yeah, go ahead, man. Cool. Um, so I've been playing two games predominantly, the first of which is Demon's Souls. And I've talked about it on previous episodes a little bit, but I, I've come to a point now where I'm pretty much done with the game. I've, I've beaten my first playthrough. As everyone knows, the Souls games are very catered to and designed around New Game Plus and multiple playthroughs and experiencing multiple endings and all that fun stuff. So you could say I'm just at the beginning of the journey, but from a trophy perspective, I'm at 91%. So I am done with everything except for one single trophy, having flashbacks to Mass Effect 1. (laughs) 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 Missing one trophy. But yeah, what I need to do now is go and get all the spells, which requires me to complete a New Game Plus playthrough to do so and uh, do a couple backup saves there. I'll basically have to beat almost the entire game again. The the nice part being, of course, I don't need to do any of the side quest stuff or world tendency stuff or any of that this time. I really can just focus on beating the bosses and then going and trading in their souls for different spells. So in theory, it's not too bad. Um, The game is kicking my ass. I will say that right off the bat. New Game Plus is really fucking hard. I don't know how, like, we have a few Discord members who just breeze through this shit on New Game Plus. I don't I don't know how you did that because I'm getting one shot by common enemies, maybe two shot, right? Now, again, I'm doing a melee build, which I think is important to point out because the game's easy mode is any sort of magic level up, right? And at this point, I got to the end of my first playthrough and did not have a lot of levels in magic and it only gets more expensive to do so so if i was going to try to pivot my character build and invest in that now it would be a huge investment so i'm just going to stick to melee and get good i suppose but i i guess to summarize the game i thought it was really really amazing it's beautiful it's fun it's intriguing you know i don't have a lot of experiences with games where while i'm playing them i'm reading the reddit i'm reading the wiki watching speedruns, engaging in the lore videos. You know, I don't really have those experiences super often. Uh, the Souls games are really probably the main series that I do that with, the other being uh, Resident Evil, when I'm playing a new Resident Evil game. And so it's been so fun to sort of dive into this community again. It's it's sort of one that I kind of dip my toe in, like, periodically as I play the games. And it's part of the reason why I said I was so excited about Elden Ring, because it's not just the game you know myself playing it that's gonna contribute to that it's also like 
cool. I get to read a bunch of lore and talk to people and look at speedruns and like it's it's a whole sort of like event that occurs in how I consume media around these games. And I don't think a lot of games really do that. So I would strongly recommend you check it out on that basis alone. But aside from that, you know, it really shows off the PS5 visually, and the loading times are incredible in this game. I mean, with something where you're dying or constantly redoing or traveling to different areas, like, you want to see the SSD in, like, prime mode, you know, this is the game for that. Like, compare these loading times, and Eli, you'll know even in your limited experience with it so far, compare them to Bloodborne loading times. Like, holy shit. I mean, it's incredible. Some of the mm-hmm. stuff, like, the amount of times, like, if you had to wait for the traditional loading screen, this game could be really frustrating, but removing that makes it a lot more palatable to play through. And, uh, yeah. So, I, I, I would say, too, like, I get, again, the game is a bit punishing, though, if you are coming to it as a Dark Souls player or a Bloodborne player or a Sekiro player. <laughs> so, really, if you've played their other games, uh, you're going to be a little bit punished in that They've historically and game by game, they have nerfed magic and they have nerfed the caster route in their games. The most OP it's ever been has been in Demon Souls. So if you've played the other games first and you go, I can get through these games with good dodges and a beefed up sword and I'm just going to do it, right? I'm going to kick some ass. You can do that in this game for sure. But the game is going to push back against you more than others do. And there's specific encounters that are really seem like they're designed around you being able to one or two shot enemies with like a big spell when they don't even like aggro onto you. You know, there's really ways to, excuse me, abuse like the aggro range for certain enemies. So I don't know. I'm finding that a bit frustrating because I'm basically getting punished for the playstyle that I chose. It doesn't feel as viable as it does in other Souls games. And uh, the other thing I would say is if you're going to, you know, trophy hunt in this game, I use the PSM profiles guide, which for the most part didn't really steer me wrong. But let me say that it is possible to do some things in less than two playthroughs. Like there's points in the guide where it asks you to do backup saves to pop different, you know, trophies uh, during the same period. But you can actually abuse that more than the guide infers. Like you could really trade the same boss soul for all three of its like spells or whatever that it becomes and just reload and back up your save multiple times, assuming you have PlayStation plus, of course. So, you know, the guide doesn't really tell you that, but you can actually do it quicker than the guide would suggest. And then additionally, there's a discussion of a trophy in the guide that is about invading another player. And it suggests you to do it pretty early on while I mean, I understand why, like you're closer to level in, or closer in level, excuse me, to other players, and it's like more people are playing in the early levels, whatever, but you actually probably don't want to do that until you've completed your first game cycle because when you kill another player, it messes with something that's called your character tendency, and you need your character tendency to be all white and or all black to get certain rings in the game. And the game basically allows you to get both of those ends of the, of the pendulum, far white and far black, automatically in one cycle, assuming you don't do anything strange, like kill another player. So if you just go through the game and, you know, get the world tendency the right way and kill these certain phantoms, you can get to full white and or full black character tendency, no issues. But if you fuck it up at any point, like I did, it becomes a lot harder. So what I basically had to do is turn human, 
using a rare item in the game, and then wait for someone to invade me, like bait an invasion, basically, and then hope I was good enough or lucky enough to kill them, which luckily I had happened a few times. But again, the magic builds are pretty common in this game. And if you're a melee character and the person who invades you, you know, spawns in behind you and one shots you with a spell, have fun, try again. So it's, you know, it's pretty frustrating in that sense. So don't do what I did. Do not invade early on and you'll be fine. So, yeah, I didn't make up that whole backup save thing. And same with the bosses. They they recommend that a lot. Yeah, I was that. It's also very like uh, discouraging, I think, reading that guide with all that like hoopla in there. It's not well written, I don't think. Yeah, it really threw me off and was kind of like, oh my god, dude, I don't want to... I just kind of wanted to play, like, the Souls experience. And I do get this one is fairly complicated, and there is a lot of stuff you can read up on, but I don't think necessarily following that step-by-step is your best option. Yeah, it might Sounds be... like yeah. you're in the same kind of boat. I think it might be your best option if you're going for, I want to get the Platinum as quickly as I can. I don't think it's the best option for you if you want to have fun and enjoy the game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you have to ask yourself which is more important. And I think with these type of games, this I've never platinumed one before. Like that's not why I play these games. Um, I'm going to go for this one because I'm so close. But I would rather have had the guide be written in a way that's like, here's how you just play it for to get the most, you know, enjoyment out of it. And yeah, maybe it's two full playthroughs instead of like one and a half quote unquote and the wording on that is so bad too because it's like hey it's one and a half playthroughs you have to only beat like six bosses on your second playthrough what they don't tell you is those bosses are at the end of levels like sequential levels that have other bosses in them that you cannot skip so yeah, it's, it's a, not at the end you, of like yeah you can't just teleport to that boss and fight it you need to fight all the previous ones so you really do need to basically beat the game two times yeah. I don't know. So I get the end of 1-3 instead of 1-1. You right. got to get through 1-1 and 1-2 before you get the 1-3 boss. Right. So like why wouldn't you? yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. But that that's kind of what I'd have to say about um Demon Souls. Overall really awesome game. I loved it. The trophy hunting in it is a bit annoying, but the game I really love. And uh, I am taking a break from it though because I was getting a little frustrated with my new game plus playthrough and you know, you go from feeling so overpowered in your first game to then you start the new game plus and you're like, I'm just getting destroyed. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little it's a little frustrating. So I was like, I'm going to play something fun. And during the sale, I did pick up the Spyro the Dragon, uh, Spyro Reignited, I should say, trilogy. And I played through and platinum Spyro the Dragon, the first one. And oh, real quick, I also got the plat in uh, Plague Tale since the last episode. So that's another one. Um, but yeah, Spyro, absolutely delightful, amazing, fun, simple. I mean, th- this is the type of game I think that trophies are like so perfectly designed for. It's a it's a collectathon, and in the game, you are going to collect and find everything just by virtue of that's the way the game wants you to play. And lo and behold, the trophy list rewards you for that exact same thing. So in every single level of the game, including the hub world levels, there is a level-specific trophy to get, which means every single level you play, you're going to get one trophy. Sometimes it's for collecting everything in the level, which, again, you're going to do anyway. Sometimes it's for doing, like, a weird little miscellaneous, like, you know, flame three sheep in this level, which, 
you know, you're not going to necessarily do, but it's easy enough to do. And those levels I really enjoyed because you just get the miscellaneous trophy out of the way and then just worry about, you know, collecting gems. So it was, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's just an awesome game. I can't believe I didn't really play this sooner. It seems like one of those trophy hunters rites of passage. You know, like they're so easy. Like it's a two out of 10 difficulty. It took me probably seven hours for the first game to get the platinum. And the artwork is really awesome. The distribution on the list is great. And yeah, I, I think it's it's really, really fun. Um, the one thing I would say is it can get a bit, you know, dated and, and aged with its controls in the first game in that like you have this, there's basically two things you can do. You can hold square to charge or you can use the trigger to shoot or the circle button to shoot flame, right? But sometimes the charge like gets a little weird with your controls and it do, it's not very responsive. It's like almost a little like sticky, kind of hard to explain. But that was like the only thing I noticed in some of the levels where it required you to do charging in really specific ways and like jumps and stuff like that with the charge ability were not quite as smooth. And you do have lives in the game. So if you die, you're like, oh, fucking, I gotta, that's a life. But I mean, it, I'd never like, ran out of them or anything. And overall, the game is really easy. So. I uh, actually started the second one, which I'll talk about more on episode 40, but I'm 9% into that list already as well. So yeah, really, uh, really recommend it. I don't remember if either of you have played it before, but I would recommend that you do. I played this back on the uh, PlayStation, actually, now that I'm kind of like remembering this game. I think this was the first video game that I've ever tried to do everything in the game like collect all the gems um free all the dragons um yeah i remember this kind of being like my first collectagon my collectathon game yeah back in the day yep and the distribution it has three golds 17 silvers and 16 bronzes so for the first game uh, i think the second one and the third are a little bit harder and a little bit different and by a little bit harder, I mean it's like a 3 out of 10 difficulty instead of a 2 out of 10. <laughs> so it's, it's like really not harder. It's just maybe slight. Like it seems to be more of a Metroidvania. Like there's abilities that I'm getting in the second game. And it's like, oh, like you missed some gems on the first level because you didn't have this ability yet. So you got to go back and get it. It's like, all right, just kind of annoying buffer time. But yeah. You had me fooled, my friend. I was thinking it jumped to like a five or a six in difficulty. Oh no, dude! No, <laughs> no, no, no. So yeah, that's uh what I've been playing, Daryl. What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Resident Evil Village still. That's like what I've been jamming out. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm at eighty-one percent completion as of today, <clears throat> and I'm pretty pretty close to getting the platinum i should have it by the next episode we'll see two weeks doesn't really give me enough time because i always say yeah i should have it in two weeks and two weeks flies by and i feel like i haven't made any progress well that's why you won't talk about it again until episode 40 with the new format so you'll have right. a month yeah so um so as uh, so 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 far i've done four playthroughs uh, my first playthrough, uh, that was like my very first playthrough, Blind. Um, I did that in about eight hours. I got 22 trophies in total. They were all bronzes. Um, and then after that, I went to the Mercenaries, like I suggest uh, mentioned. 
Um, that one took me like four and a half days to complete. And that one only had like two trophies involved. It had the bronze and the one silver. And I, I went into this with the hopes of getting the LZ Answerer. Strange name for a lightsaber. But I got it. And I will say it is a garbage bonus weapon. Really? It is trash. Even on casual. What? I thought it would make it OP. I mean, I just assumed it was like better than the Karambit knife. No, the Karambit's way better. Like huh. this, this doesn't even compare it to the Karambit. Like I just hate how it doesn't one shot most enemies. Like the the only enemies that'll one shot is like the Morocco, you know, the skeleton dudes. Oh, in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. It'll one-shot them, but, like, lichens, I feel like I got swing on them, like, two or three times. Hmm. And the mechanics behind it are really dumb. I think I, I mentioned this to, to Eli, how it turns off during a cutscene. And, you know, like, in the first fight where I was fighting Bella, you know, in that small room that you have to fight her in, you know, I have to turn it on, and it takes, like, two seconds to turn on. And she's already, like, approaching me, swinging with, you know, her sickle. And I'm like, shoot, I don't even have my damn lightsaber turned on. It's really dumb. Yeah, that's Like walking a into a room with your pants down. Yeah, Jesus. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Oh, gosh. No, no. And not only that, I think it turns off as well when you get grabbed by an enemy. So, like, if you're, like, in a room with, like, a ton of enemies and one grabs you, you're pretty fucked. Yeah, I don't remember if that's true because after I realized how lame this weapon is, I just switched switched it out. Like the circular saw in Resident Evil Seven is so much better. Yeah, I love that weapon. <laughs> that thing just one shot everything. Yeah, that's even on um, uh, Madhouse. Yeah, mm -hmm. Madhouse. Yeah, lame weapon. All that work for a shitty lightsaber that I was like so excited to get. Hey, at least you got it though. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So other than that, I um did my second playthrough. I did. Uh, that was like my collectible run. So I pretty much did everything that was collectible related, even like some of the uh like the random things you had to do, like move the ball into the bedroom or shoot down five crows. Yep. Um, I did all of those in that second playthrough. About you know six and a half hours, twelve trophies. I got. 12 bronzes, two silvers, and one gold from there. Um, pretty generic playthrough. Uh, my third playthrough, which is like the one that was riddled with mistakes, was uh, my Frugal Fives Out and Dashing Dad run. And that playthrough just had me wishing I could snap my controller in half. Because <laughs> um, Frugal Father, you have to spend like less than 10,000 lay knives out you had to complete the game using your knife and dashing dad you had to run uh you had to beat that game in less than three hours and i had issues with all those trophies in my third playthrough <laughs> um so um frugal father i actually screwed up because you know um i was wondering why i didn't wasn't able to like fully uh max out the customization on on a few guns and it's because you don't really get those parts into your new game plus run. So I was like, oh shit, you know, 
I didn't realize that. So I started buying all of these things, totally forgetting that I was going for the frugal father trophy. And I got screwed out of it like 20 minutes into the game. It's like, damn, I spent too much. <laughs> I was like, shit. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'll just make it my knives out of the dashing dab run. Luckily, <laughs> you can sell stuff during that, or like for that, like, you know, you can still sell gems and treasure, which like, that would have sucked if it was like a, a trophy to like beat the game without interacting with the merchant, you know? Ooh. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, that sucks, man. But, you know, I thought that was it for my mistakes, and nope, it just got worse as, it, as the game got <laughs> proceeded along, man. Um, so, like, the knives out. I did pretty good, man. I did pretty good. I got to, like, through the whole entire game without using anything but the knife. And for this one, you can also use the lightsaber as well. Yep. It does count as a close combat weapon, so you can use that too. But after the little spiel I gave on the lightsaber, I would not use it because it's total trash. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Use the karambit. And um, without really spoiling too much, there is a part in the game where you do switch characters. And you're kind of like forced to use a weapon in the game to proceed along with the story. And you also have the option to use that weapon again later in, in a boss fight. So because I went into that particular segment of the game where you're forced to use it, I assumed that would be okay to use it in the next boss fight. It's not. It's not. You can't use it after, you know that force use in the game, you have to use the knife again. And I didn't know that. So mm. I and went that boss in is used... a fucking tank too. For reals, dude. I did that today. I'm like, dude, he's not dying. And like, I, I feel like I'm super close to him while I'm swinging, but I just feel like I'm miles away. Like it's not touching him. Yeah. Like, there's only one spot him. on his legs. You can hurt him. Actually. I think it's his left knee because his legs are armored. So you have to be at this like one spot. You'll you'll know it when you hit it because it has a different sound effect and like blood will come up. But most of the time when you're hitting him, it's actually not doing any damage unless you're hitting him in that spot. Yeah, oh, I was uh... trying to hit him in the back where like the tentacles were spawning from. But yeah. like like I said, it, you, even as you swing, you're not connecting. So like the only spot that's you know the weak point is the one that you mentioned, Colin. Yeah, and it just took forever. I just felt like like dude, I'm not doing am i doing something wrong but he like colin said he's a fucking tank yeah it's gonna take a while to kill him it's designed around you using that other weapon which is the heavy artillery sort of option so you know they don't right, really right. yeah the casual player experience you're not gonna try that with just a knife so <laughs> yeah exactly so because i used the target locator on the final boss it locked me out of the trophy and I didn't realize it until I went back to Ethan's uh, segment. And then I looked at my challenges just to see if I had done everything right. I got, I, I had seen the challenge and it said, you know, it gave me the red indicator that I had fucked up. So I was like, wait, what? Mm. What? What? Like, what? <laughs> and it said three times that I used something other than the knife. I'm like, no, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Then I remembered the boss fight. I was like, are you serious? Are you serious? The yeah. game forced me to use this weapon. Now it's the game is very strange in that you're allowed to use 
guns at certain points of the game because you're you're supposed to use them to like open up like different paths and stuff but it's very like specific on like when to use them right and it got really annoying and i just like thought i figured like oh well i used this earlier you know i can use it on the boss fight nope that's not the that's not what happened so God. two hours in and i fucked up that trophy so two other three trophies you know during this playthrough i was hoping they go for him got locked out of it i was so mad yeah so mad and Such they're silvers buffoonery. and golds too they're like you know high value trophies so that's a bummer yeah so the only trophy i did walk away with out of that playthrough was the dashing dad uh, where you beat the game in three hours or less, or less than three hours, actually. Yeah. But it also had me thinking I screwed it up again. Because when I looked at it in my challenges, it said I had completed the game in eight hours. And I was like, wait, what? No, I did not play this game, this this playthrough for eight hours. And the challenge is misleading because New Game Plus won't reset the timer for that challenge. So it was just building off of like my previous time. So like the New Game Plus that I was playing off of from my save file, it was just adding that New Game Plus time to the previous completion time that no I had shot. recorded. Yeah, it sense. it doesn't count it against you, but the overall file it tracks your playtime for the overall file, and right. so oh, okay. it just it's gonna display in a weird way. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, so you know if you do see that, just don't be freaked out. As long as your timer count at the top is less than three hours, it'll still register. So don't be freaked out if you're like, oh mm -hmm. no, I failed the challenge. You know, as long as you see the timer counter. And you can see that you're you're gonna beat the game in less than three hours. It'll still count. Oh, yeah, it's kind of. interesting. I was like, oh my god, that's wild. If that doesn't. Yeah, no, 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 no. That basically would mean you'd have to do it on a new game file, which. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> so, um, my third playthrough didn't go so well as I had hoped. But on my fourth playthrough, I did finally get the knives out and frugal father uh, trophy. So nice. Um. I did uh, four playthroughs so far, so pretty good. So what are you missing then? The What trophies do you still need? Uh, so I still need uh, the Village of Shadows and Hardcore playthrough. Okay. Um, and then some like miscellaneous stuff, like collect all the crafting recipes, craft all the, uh, you know, the different items you can craft. Oh, yeah. Um, Those are actually late game, like one of the last trophies you'll pop, which is weird, but. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only few I can think of. I think in total I'm missing like seven or eight trophies, but I think the hardest of them are just the the difficulty playthroughs I have to do. Yeah. I feel like I might have to do one extra playthrough just so I can earn enough lay to, you know, fully upgrade and customize the stake. Mm-hmm. Because I'm at like one million, and I read online you need like 2.1 million lay to just fully upgrade it. That's correct. Yeah. Because the reason why you want to do that, if you don't know, is because if you fully upgrade and uh, customize it, then you're given the option to buy the infinite ammo um, that you can purchase from the extra content store. That's the only way yeah. you can get the infinite ammo is if you fully upgrade it and fully customize it. Which is 
pretty i mean it's not mandatory to do village of shadows but it's highly recommended unless you're a speedrunner um there are new game village of shadow speedruns that are less than two hours that are insane to watch but it just yeah not recommended wow two hours on village of shadows i think hour 43 is the world record something like that new game so no upgraded weapons nothing like that wow yeah worth checking out if you're curious it's it's pretty interesting um but yeah village of shadows in general is is very hard yeah i noticed i i went into it with the lightsaber and that's how i realized that um this wasn't the best move for me to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i mean you're Uh, you're in a situation like i was too where i was kind of in your boat where i was like well i need more money but I have these two difficulties left. What do I do? So the, the decision I made was to do another playthrough on Veteran and use that to gather money towards the stake. But also, I was like telling myself, like, okay, I'll get one trophy at least at the end of this run. And it is helpful for me so I'm not just jumping from normal or casual all the way up to Village of Shadows. I'll get to see, like, sort of kind of what it'll be like. And, yeah. So that's what I did nice um what i did decide to do was to kind of like made a little cheat sheet for uh mercenaries mode um you know it kind of got me thinking after like you know uh mercenaries kind of being difficult for a few people so you know i decided to make a little tips and tricks that kind of helped me out so hopefully that can help you out because you know it could be a little challenging at times uh, so hopefully, like, the tips and tricks I'll pass along will help you as well. So one thing that I did find online, I watched a lot of vids just to kind of, like, help me in this particular mode. And the one that really helped me out was Advocacy Gaming. You can find them on YouTube. And the thing that I really liked about his videos is just that he seemed like an average gamer. There were times where he was getting absolutely trashed by enemies his aim was trash at times too, but he was still still able to pull through. And I felt like a lot of the other videos I was watching, like people had God aim. So yeah. it was really nice to see like an average player, you know, still be able to make it through this. You don't have to be like, you don't have to have like PC skills to get through it. You know, you just need to kind of know the ins and the outs and what to do. So that was like the one that really helped me through this mode. Colin, you could probably agree, like, the very first levels are pretty easy. You just, you have the shotgun, and if you fully upgrade it, you should be pretty good to go. Yep. Um, I went to sniper, but either way, yeah, pick one and upgrade it. I went shotgun. Um, I was a little worried about the sniper. (laughs) Yeah. Just because I had to, like, you know, ADS a lot to use it, so I just didn't like it. I did go shotgun for the factory, but the other three I went sniper. Gotcha. So shotgun's really good on like the first set of levels. Uh second set you really wanna like make sure you have enough money for the Magnum and Grenade Launcher, because those will be your lifesavers in those particular set of levels. You know, we we talked about ADS and that just knowing when in particular scenarios to like shoot from the hip and when to ADS. I found a lot like Trying to ADS on the Lycans was very tough because they shift a lot. Yep. And just trying to shoot them while aiming down sights was just way too difficult for me. And I lose sight of, like, my um, 
know, my visual, like what's going on around me. So just knowing when to shoot from the hip and when the ADS, uh, shooting enemies in the legs, it was actually a really good um, tip, you know, just shooting them in the legs to make them fall to the ground. And it helped me out big time, especially against lichens. Like I was shooting them in the legs and they just dropped to the floor. So yeah, that's it's a good a really stagger good method for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What I did find later, you know, as I was starting to run out of out of a lot of lay, um, I would not rec uh, recommend suggest uh, upgrading the mag capacity on your um, your Lemmy as you get into the harder levels. I don't, yeah, I don't think you should upgrade it. Just focus on power, rate of fire, and reload speed. Because those are the ones that will really help you down the road. You know, mm -hmm. having more ammo is good. But I found that if I focus more on, like, the other attributes, you know, I was really getting the most out of my, my uh, Lemmy. And it, one of the things that's really crucial to getting through mercenaries is, like, what abilities to prioritize. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> So you have different abilities they can pick up throughout mercenaries, and the ones that I really prioritize are like weapon damage, health, and those that can kill enemies easier. Yeah. So for weapon damage, I like to pair break shot and execution. Uh, what break shot does is your initial attack does more damage when enemies' HP is full. So I like this a lot because you get some pretty tough enemies in mercenaries. And this one came in handy when I fought the two um, two Higantes and Mad Village dude, the ones that jumped from the cliffs with the big axe. Yep. Yeah, with the Wolfsbane, dude, I took them out right away. Yeah, you can one-shot them. In. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you don't one-shot them, you know, execution is really good because their health is really low and your attack increases if the HP is below 30%. Uh, Pistol Master is just good in general because then... You know, the second set of levels, all you have is a handgun. Yeah. So having Pistol Master where your handguns do more damage is really good. Uh, for the health abilities, I like Super Guard a lot because you don't receive any damage when you're guarding. So, you know, even the bigger enemies can't do anything to you. Uh, Gruesome Gourmet is really good, too, because if you don't have Super Guard, you can still recover HP just by defeating an enemy. A slow motion um, for the um, purple abilities, I think they're indicated in the game. Slow motion is really good because it decreases enemy movement, which is very helpful against lichens and soul dots. Yeah. And corpse combustor is really good too because if you get into a situation where you're just surrounded by enemies, killing one could set off you know, an explosion that will kill like everything. So clear up the whole room for you. So... Um, those two are really good, and I felt like these different abilities really helped me to get through mercenaries. And just one more thing, um, this one is something I really had to struggle with because I was always trying to get like that perfect combo, just like killing all the enemies and not having a break in my combo anywhere. That was the the mindset I had. But you know, if your combo does break during one of your runs don't be discouraged that you're not going to have enough points to to you know get that s or that ss rank or even triple s rank you know as long as you can complete that round 
and kind of gauge from there if you have enough points. Uh, just follow that instead of just quitting, which I did many times where I was like, oh, shit, I just got hit. Or I lost my combo. I had to restart the whole thing. You, know, you can still pull through with an S or, you know, whatever rank you're going for. It is possible. Just don't right away just, like, quit the game and feel like, you know, oh, well, I have to start over. Yeah, it's not the most important thing. Yeah, and that was, like, something I had to struggle with because that was something I did a lot in, like, the Batman games where, you know, the higher the combo you had, the more points you get. And in that one, if you got hit, it would reset the combo. So, you know, doing this, I kind of had, like, that whole mindset again. Like, oh, man, my combo got ruined. I have to start over. Right. Yeah, those are all really good tips. I, I mean, I was always really happy when I saw Pistol Master. Because <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> thank God, you know? And yeah, Break Shot was good, Executioner, yeah, all those kind of combo together pretty well. And yeah, it, it is certainly difficult. I know we had some people in the Discord who struggled with this mode. And I found it to be the least fun and most difficult part about the Platinum experience in Village. But if you approach it in the right way and have these ideas in mind it's certainly doable for anybody so don't be discouraged you can do it if you're struggling out there just uh yeah keep your head up i've been discouraged <laughs> okay uh, yeah whatever kid whatever kid <laughs> you weren't even gonna play it in the first place yeah yeah i was just teasing you guys i know <laughs> Very good. Well, that's been a pretty extensive look at what we've been playing, which is awesome. Yeah, and I, I hope you all enjoyed that out there. Do you guys have anything else to add before we wrap up here? I got nothing else, man. I don't either. Eli, anything from you? Nope. Okay. Well, this has been episode 38 of the show. And again, you can check us out on Patreon if you're interested. You can find us, obviously, wherever you're listening to us now. But uh, don't forget to like or leave a comment or anything. It really helps us grow as well and tell other gamers and uh, you know trophy hunting friends you may have about the show. We'd really appreciate it. Again, there's going to be some content changes coming up. Episode 39 and episode 40, you'll start to see that roll out. So in a couple weeks' time here. And yeah, where can people find you guys at? Where should, where should we look for us? Or where should they look for us? Excuse me. Jesus. Discord, baby. Yes. Hit up the Discord for sure. For sure. Number one. And uh, I'm on Instagram, Narshire13, 1D. Uh, and my YouTube, Narshire13, 1D again as well. Yes. Sir. And I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much that name everywhere. Yep. Rocket League. I think my, actually, my, my Blizzard one is different. But, anyways, that's pretty much where I am everywhere. Steam. Hit me up on Steam. Uh, yeah. That's me. There you go. Daryl, what about you? Um, I am at the tall Simone guy on Twitch. I've been teasing that I've been coming back and I know, you know, I've kind of been falling off that platform for a little bit, but I'm trying to make some time to come back. It's, it's coming guys. But <laughs> Don't find worry. Me there when I do eventually come back. Yep. For sure. And I'm uh, CK present pretty much everywhere on, you know, any gaming platform and socials and, yeah, again, the Discord is the best place to get a hold of any of us, and we really encourage you, if you're listening and you're not part of the Discord, come check it out. Really cool group of people, good discussions over there, fun time. So, yeah, come and, uh, come and hang out. And until next time, take care, everybody. Happy gaming. We will see you in a few weeks' time for episode 39. And goodbye. <laughs>